What is up, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. It is that time of year where we start seeing NHL award nominations. How has Chris Tanev exemplified what the Masterson Trophy means? A weekend recap, as well as a little preview for the rest of the week. All that on today's episode of Locked On Flames. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Locked On Flames. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, where the games begin. How are you today? I hope you're having a good Monday. I hope your Monday's going very well, <laughs> a lot better than mine. Um, if you hear the wind, I apologize. We're in the middle of like a wind tunnel, wind storm right now, and my patio furniture keeps knocking over. So I apologize in advance, but uh, thank you again for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. As always, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. We're free 99 on YouTube as well. So Chris Tanev was nominated uh, for the Bill Masterson Memorial Trophy by the Calgary chapter of the Professional Hockey Writers Association, the PHWA. Uh, This annual award goes to the NHL player who best exemplifies quality of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. Now, a lot of times these are players who are coming back from injuries, who are uh, dealing with some sort of hardship, and especially in the offseason or late last season and have spent the last year, uh, you know, overcoming it. And According to the Calgary chapter of the PHWA, they say uh, Chris Tanev meets all the criteria of a Masterson Trophy nominee, perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. While Tanev had some tough luck with injuries during his stint in Vancouver, he spent like 10 years there. It's not a stint. (laughs) He hasn't missed a single game in his two seasons with the Flames. That certainly doesn't mean that the durable dependable defenseman isn't often playing through pain do I need to I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it uh the 32 year old is a mentor to his blue line partners a respected leader in the locker room and sort of an underrated player that you appreciate more and more when you see him and see him in action every night he is also a fearless shot blocker consistently sacrificing his body to help his goaltender. Flames starter Jacob Markstrom showed his appreciation this season with a mask that includes a tribute to Tano's one-of-a-kind hockey smile. Uh, yeah, that's great. I'm I'm very glad that they felt the need to include that he is often playing through pain and no one is looking into that. Um, that's sacrificing your body? I do think that Chris Tanev has had an excellent uh, time here in Calgary so far, and he has been a valuable addition to the locker room, to the blue line, to the organization as a whole. I think that it's so nice to see, um, you know, someone who was very uh, doubted coming into 
this organization kind of thrive. You know, I think that him not missing any games in the last two years is huge. But if he's playing through pain, I'm going to ignore that. Okay, I'm going to ignore that he is playing through pain the same way that everyone else does and focus on what they see is great. Um, again, I think that it, he is a great player. I think that, you know, every team obviously has to nominate someone. And I think that um, he's he's a great player. And I don't think that you can just nominate guys for laughs and whatnot. I think that Chris Tanov definitely has had his tough go of injuries, which is why he kind of had that weird reputation coming into Calgary and why people were nervous about signing him and for as long as they did. But I don't think that it's necessarily um, something we're clear of. I think that there are a lot of um, there's still a lot of time for things to potentially go wrong, but we are focusing on the positives and congratulation, congratulations to Chris Tanev on this nomination. I'm pulling up a, an article from Salem uh, Valji, who writes for TSN and who has been a guest on this podcast. And I just kind of wanted to talk about uh, this kind of little but the journey of a butterfly that is Chris Tanev uh so he was cut from several hockey teams as he tried out in high school he was frustrated and disheartened and the best thing for him would be to walk away from sports for a few years it, it just wasn't fun for me when you play when you're six or seven until you're 14 14 with the same people and then all of a sudden your friends are making that next step and you're not able to play anymore or make a team. I relate to that. I think we can all relate to that if you grew up playing sports. But he spent two years (laughs) packing meat at uh, a grocery store in Toronto and it's just he was very small until like 10th grade. He was five feet tall. And then two years later, he went through a growth spurt. He's now 6'2", which is insane. And I just, I'm very happy that he, you know, took a step back, didn't quit entirely, allowed that growth spurt to hit. But, oh my gosh. Um, He says, um, my parents and my dad did a really good job of pushing me to go back and play. A lot of people over the years, I think, said he was crazy because he'd always go around the rinks telling people how good I was. But but at the end of the day, he helped me a lot and pushed the right buttons and helped me get to where I needed to be. That's really sweet. You know, I think, you know, we always joke about players, like, only, like, thanking their mom or, like, who inspires you. What woman inspires my mom, but this is really sweet. And I think it is something that needs to, you know, uh, be shined upon here. I think that Calgary as a whole is a very family oriented team. Uh, you know, you see the way that Guy and Jane were out in Calgary. The Mangiapanis were in Calgary. Uh, the Kachucks were there or they were on the road and I think they went back. Uh, and then, Chris Tanev really shining light on his family as well. I think I think it's really neat. So I'm very happy for that nomination. I think 
you know, it, it's not always going to be a, a nomination that you're like, oh, this guy's gonna win. But, you know, it, every chapter has to nominate someone. And Chris Tanev is a great example uh, of why he was nominated for Calgary, you know? I think it's pretty fair to say that he deserves it out of everyone. And you can't just nominate a guy um, just because, you know, they have you have to find that storyline if it's not very obvious. Coming up next, we are absolutely going to be talking about the other nominees and whatnot. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, some outliers and then who I think will truly be, you know, my top three candidates. But before we do that, we're going to talk about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one spot for your sports development, league reviews, news, including this year's basketball playoffs, as well as Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sport sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and actions. I bet on the Flames last week. They, when they got their booties handed to them by Vegas, uh, I bet the over, and I won like 18 bucks on a $5 bet, so I will take it. I'll probably be placing a bet for tomorrow's game as well. Uh, head on over to betonline.net to figure out what bets you want to place. Bet online, where the game starts. Thank you all so much for tuning into Locked on Flames. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto or uh, Instagram at Jess Belmosto. Please be nice on social media. I am not really uh, in the mood to deal with that. But, okay, so every chapter has to nominate someone, right? And I think that that is what um, a lot of people maybe don't, I don't want to say don't understand, but I think uh, sometimes overlook. So I wanted to take a peek at, oh, you can see my layout. Hey, I'm still new trying to figure this out. But uh, Ryan Getzlaff, Andrew Ladd, uh, Jake DeBrusque, Kyle Okposo, Chris Tanev, Auntie Ranta, Dylan Strom, Jack Johnson, Justin Danforth, Tyler Sagan, Mark Stahl, Chris Russell, Anthony Duclair, Blake Lizot, Jared Spurgeon, Carrie Price, and plenty, plenty more. Those are just only some of the names, right? So, um, I, you know, you take a look at this list and you see players like Jake DeBrusque and Jack Eichel. Um, I, I don't I don't think Brent Burns has overcome anything quite like Kevin Hayes or Brian Boyle, for instance. Um, you know, Jake DeBrusque requesting a trade is not um, the same thing as Andre Kasha having concussion after concussion. Uh, Zidane Chara being old is not the same as Carey Price. You know, I think, again... You have to find different storylines in every uh, chapter. And I am very um, 
intrigued as to why they chose Jack Eichel. Um, I think Jack Eichel is fine, but you know, players like Robin Leonard or um, Mark Stone even. But, you know, at the end of the day, I don't get to decide who these players are and who these winners are, or nominees are, rather. But my picks do come down to a few people, and that would be Carey Price. And these aren't in any particular order, obviously. But uh, Carey Price, Kevin Hayes, and Tarasenko. Uh, obviously, Carey Price with the Canadians was um, – he had surgery – I believe last year and then he entered a program to deal with his mental health and potentially some other issues. And I think that for a player of his status, really any, like for someone who's been around the league as long as he has and to have to, you know, lose the Stanley Cup and then sit out, right? That, that's going to take a toll on you. And I think that there were a lot of speculations in regards to him going to Seattle. And no one really understood what was going on for a little bit with Price, right? And then it comes out that he entered treatment and taking care of himself. I think struggling with mental health is a ginormous barrier. And I think it's a beautiful way to help destigmatize everything around mental health. I think it's just such a great way to humanize these athletes. And for Carrie Price to be back is, um, it's poetic. I understand that the Canadians aren't doing well this year. They've had a really tough year. It feels like just like last week, they were trying to chase win number eight and nine and get to double digits. But the season flew by. Uh, Carey Price is my true winner here. Uh, Kevin Hayes is another nominee, fi- I guess a finalist for me. He has had multiple abdominal surgeries that have really impacted the time uh, he's had to play this season. And it's been really unfortunate, uh, an unfortunate loss for the Flyers and then trying to figure everything out else out. Um, and then his first game back was against Calgary and he scored a goal and pointed up to the sky. That's because he lost his brother, Jimmy. And this is a very, um, you know, easy pick as well, because not only is he facing adversities in hockey, he's facing adversities of losing his, his partner in crime. Like they're the, they're the Hayes brothers um, you know, in, in Dorchester, in Boston, you know, oh, every, everyone knows Kevin Hayes. And I'm not talking about like Kevin Hayes, the Philadelphia Flyer. I'm talking about their father. Everyone knows their family and the impact that they have had on the community is wonderful. Um, so obviously between his injuries and mourning the loss of his brother and continuing on with the season, he obviously gets a finalist vote from me. And then, oh, Vladimir Tarasenko, this man. I think that we kind of have all forgotten that he was, like, demanding a trade. He went unprotected in the Seattle expansion draft. 
And I personally thought that he was going to sit out until he was traded. That didn't happen. And it's kind of good for St. Louis that he didn't happen because I'm pretty sure he has 40 goals. Uh, Tarasenko was not happy with his medical treatment from uh, the St. Louis Blues medical team. He felt like uh, surgeries were potentially botched and things have kind of, uh, his injuries have definitely impacted his play. And like they say in Chris Tanev's nomination, he has sacrificed his body for the sport. And I think it's important to remember that like, we also have the same bodies. Like my tibia could shatter if a hockey puck hit it, like a slap shot, um, the same way that theirs can, right? So it's, it's a nice nomination. It's very kind of the Seattle, uh, I mean, the Seattle, the St. Louis chapter, because, you know, he has had adversity this season. And I would say there's more adversity there in terms of like Jake DeBrusque's nomination. I think there were other players on the Bruins that could have absolutely been nominated. I would say Charlie Coyle for his uh, knee surgery and having, you know, a little bit of a bounce back year. David Posternock as well. Um, he unexpectedly lost his firstborn child as well as having hip surgery. Now, obviously you can't just like nominate someone for an award and be like, Hey, like, sorry about the loss of your kid. Here's like this award. Right. I think that that's kind of, uh, why they didn't move that. And it's, I think that Charlie Coyle would have been a much better candidate, but as for the flames, I really don't see a better candidate there. I think that Chris Tanev has had a great season, you know, Sean Monaghan, maybe next year, maybe next year, Sean Monaghan gets this nomination because he too has sacrificed his body and uh, what he is often playing through pain. I, I'm aggravated still about that. Can Oh my God. But anyways, that is enough of the Masterson uh, nominees. I think, you know, it really does come down to Carey Price for me. I think Carey Price, Kevin Hayes, and Vlad Tarasenko are going to be um, – some of the highest voters. Jack Eichel. What what did Jack Eichel do other than collect a $10 million check? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, and he got neck surgery. And then came back. Okay, maybe that is kind of a big deal because it was like a quote-unquote risky surgery. But anyways, we're going to wrap up the show with a uh, weekend wrap-up and a preview of this week. And in order to do that, we're going to talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is a delicious tasting protein bar that is uh, easily there to replace your candy bars. They are high in fiber, high in protein, low in calories and carbs. And compare that to a candy bar. It's about half of everything in there and even more so of the sugars. Uh, there's about four grams of sugar in a Built Bar. There's about 30 grams of sugar in uh, candy bars. Uh, Built Puffs are also really delicious. They're the first ever protein-infused marshmallows. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They are a treat, and they are covered in a 100% chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite, in that ha- and they come in amazing different flavors, such as banana cream pie, churro, 
coconut marshmallow. That's so good. These are going to be some of your new favorites as well. You can always count on good old, uh, you know, old reliable for the variety flavors in Built Bar. And this month they have white chocolate cookies and cream and they are delicious. And you should head on over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. Promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Oh boy. So this is very um, funny. Not funny. It's Funny is not the right word. <laughs> I don't understand how time moves so fast. Because it really does feel like just yesterday I was previewing last season in the bubble uh, their first game against Winnipeg, right? And now here we are approaching the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs. And this summer, we're going to have something to talk about it. It's not going to be me pulling things out of my butt for three whole months. But the Flames played their last regular season at home on Saturday against the Canucks. Unbelievable. It was a 6-3 to three win. <clears throat> Vladar ended up playing. Markstrom got to rest while uh, Dustin Wolf was backup goalie. I have seen some people suggest <laughs> that Dustin Wolf uh, close out the season for the Flames. And I just, I don't know if you do that to him. I, I don't know if now is the right time to do that. I, I don't know. Especially with teams like Nashville, who I don't believe they've clinched a playoff spot yet. Like, they're in a wild card position, right? So why would you do that? <laughs> why would you basically give them a potential freebie? I just, I, I don't like that idea. But I think that the game against Nashville is going to have big playoff vibes. That could be a first round matchup for the Flames. And Nashville's hungry. They are a hockey city. They've got Roman Yossi. Who's, uh, who's so, um, Yossi Saros. I couldn't talk. I almost said Valimaki. Nope. Matt Duchesne, who is like a 40-goal scorer this season, and I'm upset about it. Um, Philip Forsberg, who I would do anything to get him on my team. I think he is fantastic. Uh, you know, there there's a lot to be excited for uh, about playing the Predators. And then, you know, the next game, you've got Minnesota, and then you are in Winnipeg. So I think that this could be fun. I think that, you know, the games are going to have players resting. I think it makes more sense for Daryl Sutter to rest some of the bigger players and call up some guys from Stockton because we saw Alex Ovechkin and Taylor Hall get hurt this weekend. And you want to avoid things like that. And I'm not going to speak about it or elaborate any further because we, we're just going to move on. But Vegas still isn't out of playoff contention yet. Last night, San Jose, like, really slaughtered their chances. But as far as I'm concerned, they're still in con- – I believe they're still in contention uh, by a thread. But everybody will send their thank you cards to uh, the Sharks this offseason between – uh, terminating Evander Kane's contract as well as 
helping eliminate the the golden knights but you know i think that it's this is just like the final stretch we the playoffs literally started a week from today right how could you not be excited about that i think that there are so many great things to look forward to with this team in the playoffs it's clear the offense is clicking and we're going to do a playoff preview uh probably thursday or friday's episode but we've got so much to talk about, you guys, and I am more than happy to be here for you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to chit-chat with you about the Calgary Flames. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Um, maybe download it so I can afford a nice haircut because what is going on with these bangs? Um, and yeah, be nice and leave a nice little review. 